Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. Hey, Kev, how you doing? How are you? It's My name is Kevin Wilson. This is Dining on a Dime. This is the podcast that teaches you how to eat out well and where to eat out well on a very low budget. Uh, you know what? Before we get started, let me throw this out there. Yeah. Wildfire Radio, you're welcome. Thanks to me and Kevin and Small Bites and the Just Grubbin' crew, you guys have, you know, the, the hours of power, a block of food knowledge that most studios just don't have. So we'll be expecting checks, fairly large, <laughs> and uh, we'll be expecting more than Tasty Cakes in the lobby next week. <laughs> Go ahead, Kev. I'm no, sorry. No, I, just, I thought Wildfire no, really deserved that. You're welcome. John, let me tell you, if you're home now... <laughs> Uh, you should listen to us as you're cooking your dinner from 5 to 6, uh, because we're going to show you uh, how you can go somewhere that you don't have to cook your own dinner and they, that you can afford it on a low budget. Absolutely. 6.35, you have small bites. Uh, I've seen so many people on that show, including when I'm there. There's not yeah. too many bites that are small. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> Derek Derek gets like the top celebrities. I'm begging Hank from the hot dog cart at 6th and South to come on. <laughs> uh, I think that's primarily money. He's just, he's just sending people money. So as you're eating your dinner, you settle down with small bites and you uh, enjoy your meal. And then after you're done eating your dinner and you're sitting back and you want to take a rest, you uh, keep Wildfire Radio on at 8 o'clock and you listen to Just Grubbin'. Yeah, those guys are they are bringing something new to this game that I haven't seen before. I think it's really entertaining. I've sat in with those guys a few times before. Uh, nothing for nothing but respect for what those guys are doing. Um, Hysterically yeah, funny. It's, it's, they're kind of combining <laughs> like uh, humor, like an edgy humor with food. And uh, I hope to see a lot more than that. I forget what episode they're on. They're maybe on episode maybe in their 40s and their 50s. I hope to the see top them at three? 40. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I know, you know, there are people at Wildfire. They're, you know, we're making it rain for those guys, and that's fun. Like I you said, something. you're welcome. Just, you know, remember, without us, you're just guys talking about sports ball, and nobody cares about <laughs> the crap anyway. <laughs> oh, hold on. We just got fired. Uh Wildfire Radio. I'll be in Wildfire's parking lot next week, screaming <laughs> the cars passing by. Wildfire Radio right now has the hottest food shows in the whole nation they of, absolutely of podcasting. All right. Our name is Dining on a Dime. We teach you where and how to eat out, eat out well on a very tight budget, and that's our goal here. We're going to uh, teach you how to do that. Uh, once again, my name is Kevin Wilson. This is the Food Truck Hall of Famer, John Cole. Thank you, sir. Uh Feedback from last week, John. Uh, Was that that rock through the window? I heard you, that wasn't good. Let me tell you, last week, I just want to give everyone an example. This show is paid for, uh, so we don't need to kiss anyone's butt. So we give you both the good and the bad. And we did our Old City Smackdown last week. And I just want to give you a, a snapshot of uh, John Cole uh, called Spazzo. In Old City. <laughs> he said, Spazzo was the Italian word for our chef cooks from the microwave. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm sorry. And I offer, you know, well, no, I'm not sorry. No, 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 no. I'm no, sorry. We, we, no need to expand. I want everyone to go to the archives. <laughs> 
go to wildfireradio.com. I want you to. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I wasn't more. I wasn't harder on. <laughs> I let them off. The, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have let them off the hook. Let me tell you, though. Were you still open? Now I do a lot of prep work. I do about ten minutes of prep for the show, and I listen to our show from the week before. And when you say that spazo is the Italian word for our chef cooks from the microwave, that just makes the whole show. Uh, let's start with the emails. Uh, I want to let everyone know that you can communicate with us immediately uh, by going to diningonadime at yahoo.com. We encourage everybody to send us emails, uh, diningonadime at yahoo.com. I just created the Dining on a Dime Facebook page Cool. Today. Do middle finger selfies and post them there. We, like we, no longer, we no longer need the middle finger uh, emoji. I'd emoji love to see the middle finger selfie. Now we're going to have the poop emails. <laughs> so uh, today's going to be an exciting day. You uh, scat mail. <laughs> Uh, every week uh, from this point forward at 5.30 p.m., uh, we are going to have a new segment. It is going to be our segment from Philly Grub. My lovely foodie wife, Marilyn Johnson. And she will be contributing uh, via audio every week. Uh, what we're going to do... Not every week. I'm going to drag her out of the house. I know she's got the feet up, the cocktails going. <laughs> Poor David, her actual husband, is cooking like nine meal preps for the week so she doesn't have to, but... But Philly Grub is one of the most successful blogs uh, in 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 this area and i want to let everyone know if you're a follower every day every sunday at 5 30 we will stop our communication our conversation oh yeah and absolutely. play the philly grub segment so you can guarantee you'll hear that segment every sunday at exactly 5 30 all right let's go to our emails from last week john <laughs> this should be good all right the first one is a picture of poop i said that already <laughs> okay gary from junietta he says hey kevin and john love wait where Carrie, uh, Gary is in Junietta. It's a suburb of Kensington. <laughs> it's a trailer park that's on that hill outside of Kensington. Got it. All right. Gary and Junietta. Hey, Kevin and John. Love the show. But Kevin, I agree with John that the constant mention of your book gets annoying. Gary, who are you telling? I'm sitting hey, three well, feet well, away well, from him. Hey, li listen. My book sponsors the show. I might mention it more than once. But Gary, there's a thing in this country called the IRS. And how would Gary know? He's yeah. got no job, so he's never paying his taxes. And and and, and podcasting is a promotion, and uh, so that makes it a tax deduction. So you're going to hear my book a lot and someday, uh, Gary. If you get a job and you pay taxes, <laughs> Kev will let you know what he means by deduction. I think that question is why Gary still lives in Junietta. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, let's see. Email number two. Cindy in Burlholm writes, Hey, Kevin and John, love the show, and have started using John's expression, culinary chair shot, which is what you said last Up, week. Upgrade, upgrade, that, upgrade that lingo, Cindy. Good job. She has started using it in her daily lingo. So uh, culinary chair shot has been, uh, that's going to be a t-shirt. Uh, we're, 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 the, the shirts will be coming soon. Yeah, the shirts will be coming soon. All right, our third and last email, Jim in Fox Chase writes, Kevin and John, I really don't like the show at all. I think you guys celebrate gluttony by poor people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Well, uh, Jim, Jim's an a-hole. Jim, hold on a second. Jim, take a deep breath so I can get that stick out of your butt and, and then get on back to his son. I had to read that three times before I printed it out. I was like, I, did he really just say that we celebrate gluttony by Jim, poor people? You took time out of your day to tell us that? All right. And anyway, we're here to give information. If you guys want to be... No, no, we're here to piss off Jim and Fox Chase. <laughs> Let's be clear. If you guys want to... Uh, have your email read on the show, just go to diningonadime at yahoo.com. You can communicate us with us there, and uh, next Sunday we'll probably read your email. If you want your email read, we should probably put a PayPal link, because 10 bucks will get that read. I don't care. <laughs> it's another language. I'll fake it. I don't care. Real quick, before we get started, I want to give a shout-out to Pete's Pizza in Old City. I forgot about Pete. Pete's been there for years, 20 years. Wow, that's a has, lot. That's 70 years in his business. On Chestnut Street. He's a great guy. He has some delicious pizza, and he's a uh, listener to the show. Hey, so, Pete. And I forgot to mention last week, it was pointed out to me about National Mechanics. But National Mechanics is solid, you know what I mean? You, it's, not, it's a good spot, and I forgot to mention it. Okay, this week, uh, we are doing Lunch Special Mania, yeah. uh, where we are going to show you uh, where, it, throughout the neighborhoods. Where do I get lunch, brother? And we're going to show you the best places to go get a nice, high-quality lunch at a very low price on a very low budget. So I'm going to go by neighborhood, John. How did you Yeah, your- I'm, I'm assuming if people have time to write an email at this podcast, you don't have a job. So you <laughs> desperately need to listen to us so we can tell you where to get fed for less. <laughs> All right. Uh, our, the first spot I'm going to feature right now is Fairmount. Uh, Fairmount has a great – it's a great section of the city – uh, they got a lot of nice restaurants. One of my favorite restaurants uh, is the pizza place in there, but I'm going to tell you about a restaurant in Fairmount that you might not know. No. Oh. And where you can go and get a nice quality uh, lunch at a very, very low price. Uh, it's called Lazo's Pizza, L A Z O S. And you can get the best pizza. He has a terrific slice of pizza, but he also has sandwiches. Uh, he has meals mainly for under 10 bucks, but I'm not going to marry the $10 idea. Uh, but Lazo's Pizza at 26th and Poplar uh, is a nice spot. If, you ha- if your money is tight, that's a nice spot to go and get a good lunch. What about you, John? Fairmount for me is, and I don't know how strictly we're doing, uh, you know, drawing the lines on this map, but for me, it would be probably Teller's Market. Oh, and kitchen. Now oh, everyone yeah. says, "Oh my God, these places—they're nice. you know—they're all like Whole Foods. It's nineteen dollars for a bottle of water." To a certain extent, yes, it is. Right. First of all, let's be honest; it's Fairmount, so right. you know it's not Junietta. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, chances are, but you go over to Tellus, and they have a lunch special almost every day, Monday through Friday. Nice. Uh, I think they might ease up on it on the summer because, you know, it's summer in the city. Nice people there. I've been there. Um, Really good sandwiches they make over there. They have like a sandwich and salad deal for 10 bucks. Nice. And, you know, it changes the the chicken. They do like a spicy chicken salad, and I like that. Right. Because, you know, the last thing anybody wants is day-old chicken and a mouthful of mayonnaise. Do something with it. Right. And they spice it up. It's really, really good. And this is a thing I love. I have not been there this year, but when I was there last year, they spiced the chicken salad up with long hots. Nice. I dig that. Nice. I, you know, to me, that's very Philly. Yeah. So, Fairmount, looking to save some money. I know at first when you go into Tellers, you're going to be like, uh, not another one of these places. But trust me, there are things you can get in there. 
in and out for 10 bucks. And I know we're not married to that, but I think it's a good point. Several of, in my so-called real life, several of the companies that I consult for, $10 is a median point for them where they want you to be able to come in, not counting alcohol, they want you to be able to come in, grab a bite, maybe a bottle of water or an iced tea, and get out for a tenner. And they feel if they can do that consistently, let's be honest, how many Wawa's are there in our listening area? Very true. 17,000, and by the end of this podcast, there'll be four more, right? <laughs> right. Um, that's their their thing. If we can get you a hoagie and a bag of chips and iced tea for 10 bucks, we win. That's right. And, you know, you look at all the other sort of has-beens that fell behind the, you know, you know Cumberland Farms. Anybody even remember that? These places right. just didn't make it anymore. Uh, Wawa overwrote them. I see Royal Farms easing on up 195. Royal Farms, let me bottom line this for you, son. You're going to be sent back down 95 <laughs> South because people here Loyal. care way more about Wawa. about Wawa than they do fried chicken in a gas station. Very true. In fact, I wouldn't even think of fried chicken from a gas station. I wouldn't even I consider understand it. it's a southern thing. It's a little bit of a sort of low-rent thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Believe me, there have been plenty of times. I tell the story all the time of sitting in front of Tony Luke's Front Street, Oregon Avenue. You know, I'm like 19, 20 years old. I'm just another jag bag sitting in a truck that's way too high that I didn't need. And I'm super glad after like 11 o'clock, everything, you know, they would blow out all the sandwiches that Tony had left at like half price way back then. And I would wait for that. I would sit at the corner and wait. And, you know, Mickey would tell me it was 11. I would hop out of that truck, run over, chicken cutlet sandwiches, back to my truck. And that's our audience. We teach you every week right here, 5 p.m., Wildfire Radio, where to go. Uh, with low dough. Absolutely. I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, let's be honest. All right. There's so, no shame in it. Absolutely. So our pick in Fairmount is Lazo's. John's pick is Tella's. Next next neighborhood, uh, if you work in these neighborhoods, this will be a big benefit to you, our next neighborhood, where you can get a nice amount of food and a good meal uh, at a great price. It, for my pick is South Philly. Oh. And my pick for uh, dining on a low budget in South Philly is the Tattooed Mom, 530 South Street. Uh, they got terrific. The food is delicious. Uh, you can get dollar tacos on Tuesdays. And here's my thing. They have a delicious full-size burger on Wednesdays for just 4 bucks. So you can fill yourself up on Wednesdays. Uh, for less than five bucks. Think about that. That's in South Philly. That's the Tattooed Mom, five thirty uh, South Street. Uh, we followed each other for years on social media. I haven't been into that place nearly as often as I'd like to be. Um, I've never had a bad experience in there. The times I have been over there, and Good it's food. one of the few places that we're going to mention that you can actually park. There's, there's <laughs> right. parking somewhere nearby. I mean, there just is. Yeah, you're right. So uh, what is your pick uh, for a good lunch on a low, low budget John Cole in South Philly? Uh, I'm going to probably have to go now. This is one of these deals where for me it's all proportional, right? Because I'm not – he does, and I'll tell you right now. The only thing he has for three bucks is like a side dish and an iced day. But Mike's Barbecue. I, I love Mike. Mike. Mike's Barbecue is great. Mike Strauss and I, we've known each other. He's been a friend forever. Um, has an impeccable culinary pedigree. Uh, Great ribeye cheese. Yeah, open the tap room on 19th Street. That place, I've talked about this before. The tap room on 19th Street essentially put Burger Monday on the map in this part of the country. Now everybody's got a Burger Monday. Before that, 
nobody cared about Monday. Now he's moved over to a new joint barbecue place, and the 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 level of barbecue there is on par with what I've had like in Austin. Yeah, I agree. And uh, and it's a fraction of the cost. I mean, me and a friend went to a place in Austin, absolutely delicious. We dropped a hundo. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's a hundred bucks for yeah, lunch. Absolutely. I mean, it, you know, it was, like, it was me and a buddy. It's like a twelve pack beer and a ton of stuff, and with a tip and the br- hundred bucks. He has brisket cheesesteak. Mike has a brisket cheesesteak. I was over there Delicious. with Tony Luke. Tony loved it. Several of the other sort of cheesesteak Mount Rushmore types have been over there. Uh, Frank Oliveri, Gino Vento, and nobody doesn't like this thing. I agree. Mike has done a ton of work to sort of get this. I remember when Mike, before the place opened, Mike was like under a tent with a smoker at night market uh, humid, raining, and he was out there learning the craft. I stack his barbecue up with any I've had. Wow. And I'll tell you right now, you can go over there, you get the sandwich and an iced tea for like, I'm going to say maybe 12 and change. Nice. Um, well, our show is is not married to the $10. No, I know, but I, I try to keep in mind, you know, if I, if I live in South Philly, I probably don't have a ton of money for lunch. Um. You know, there's and there's nothing wrong with that. I, there was a time where I lived off Lombard Street. I didn't have a ton of money. Right. I was I would be super glad if someone had said to me, "Hey, yo, there's you know, there's a sandwich you can grab and an iced tea, and you can be out the door at whatever price point was that I needed." Um, Mike has amazing sides, killer mac and cheese, brisket cheesesteak, brisket cheesesteak, which is just this blue Tony and I away. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, I, and so that would be, yeah, that hands down. And I know there's probably someone listening to this going, oh, man, you and Mike have been friends for years. or he's mentioned his place. Well, that's why I want to point out real quick, John. I want to make sure everyone understands. This is not an infomercial. No. Uh, if you listen to, if you go to wildfireradio.com and you listen to our archives, you'll see that we give very negative uh, you know, we'll tell the negative. As, you mean the web radio platform we're making famous? That's Wildfire right. Radio? You're uh, welcome, Wildfire. So if you go to wildfireradio.com, go to Dining on a Dime, you'll see that we give both the positive and the negatives. None of these restaurants know we're talking about them today. No, and I'll tell you what, I'll even do this because I've mentioned Mike's Barbecue a whole bunch of times. Right. We've mentioned it on the show. Yes, I'll, I'll give you a bonus one for South Philly. People know I love much love for South Philly. Um, South Philly Barbacoa. Oh, yeah. I've known them forever. The first time I had their food was in Taproom on 19th, uh, Taproom on 9th, sorry everybody, Taproom on 19th Street, Mike had them in, and absolutely, you know, they killed it then, they continued to kill it at their old location, their new location is, it's on the corner of 9th and, I know, see, this is why, I think it's the corner of South 9th, it's like 1140 South 9th, and they just have amazing food, and that's another place, you go in there, seven, eight bucks, you can grab lunch, sit on somebody's step and have a great afternoon. You gotta love it. Okay, so South Philly, mine was Tattooed Mom. Uh, John was uh, Mike's Barbecue. Our next neighborhood where you can eat out and have a great lunch at lunchtime for a very low price on a very low budget is the Port Richmond section. I'm very fond of Port Richmond since I lived there. And uh, the Port Richmond section, for me, uh, my pick in Port Richmond is Moju's Pizza. Oh, there we go. M-O-J-U-S Pizza. It's at 2501 East Westmoreland Street in Port Richmond. And he has lunch specials that include a delicious 
cheesesteak for just five seventy five. Uh, in his cheesesteak, he gets a roll specially made uh, for his cheesesteak, and it's it it makes the whole experience uh, unique and great. He also is famous. Uh, he was on uh, Tasting with Tori on Channel Three. Because uh, he's the guy that makes the 32-inch pizza that you literally have to turn sideways wow. to get into the door. Uh, so uh, that's what Moe's famous for. That's at uh, 2501 East Westmoreland, Moe Jews Pizza. What about you in Port Richmond, John? What do you think? Um, I was sorry if I was distracted for a second. I'm really trying to find the addresses to these places. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Because I feel bad that you know we're, we're saying go there and then we're not telling people where to go. Um, a little while back, I was over there, and it was just like an. To me, it was like an, a little bit of an old school uh, throwback place. It's called Freshworks. Oh yeah, and they have some. See, I'm sort of a little bit of a cheesesteak snob. I'm super fortunate. I do another show with Gary Koppelman, and we work through, and he works with Steve Stakes. Nice. So between Steve Stakes and being friends with Tony Luke. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to really slum for cheesesteaks. I was over at Freshworks one day, and they were proud of their cheesesteak. I got something else. I got a hoagie, and it was very good. It was really fresh. I think they're using either Del Buono or maybe uh, Sarcone's Rolls, which is always important to me. And they decided to, he's like, get a cheesesteak. And if you don't like it, I'll give you something else. Wound up with two sandwiches that day. Their cheesesteak is really good. Absolutely. Um, they grab, uh, forgive me, I do not remember the name of the place in South Philly where they get their ribeye from. They get their ribeye from, I don't know if it's Gwinta's Prime. I can't honestly, honestly, I don't remember it. But trust me when I tell you, made to order, really tasty, quality bread, service is fine. And it's very much, you know, what, what do they say now? Philly AF. You know, we, we try to keep it a little <laughs> bit clean here. This is a place where, you know, there's the little stand-up counter. You do the hunch, you know, elbows out, butt out, head down. You got to do the hunch. And, and you got to do the hunch. And and this place, you know, Freshworks, check it out yourself. And a lot of times I'll say this to people. You don't believe me? Fine. Go yourself and That's say, it. You got to check, check it, it out yourself. And like I said, this is not a politically correct no, uh, podcast. We do give the negative. We will give negatives during the show because there's a lot of places uh, that I don't think have great uh, lunch specials and I think they're overpriced. So the, It uh, makes me wonder if it's the opposite of lunch specials. Well, you we'll un- point them out. You understand a lunch special, and we are going to get to those people, but yeah. just as a general throw out there, a lunch special should be better than your usual stuff, not worse. <laughs> and it should be, I don't want to say cheap, but it should be affordable, for your, especially for your neighborhood. There's a place that has a $22 lunch special that gives you an appetizer. Uh, Other than the Four Seasons, who admits that? Exactly. And and to call anything that's $22 a special is uh, really ridiculous. Um so our next neighborhood, John, uh, we're going to go into one more neighborhood and then we're going to hit, we got two minutes, so we're going to hit the Philly Grub segment in okay. about two minutes. So our next neighborhood is Northeast Philly. And let me tell you guys, I'm so proud of this podcast and the information that we give out. Uh, because, for instance, last week I pointed out Fezziwigs uh, and uh, people, I, I got all kinds of people telling me, Kevin, I didn't even know they had food because they're a sweet kettle corn place. And uh, the 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 uh, information you get on this podcast is really second to none. We teach you where to go on a very low budget 
Northeast Philly, uh, my pick is the Tillo's Italian Deli. Uh, it's 800 Horrocks, but I believe it's at Frankfurt and well, it's, uh, 800 Horrocks. It's called Detillo's. Uh, let me tell you what you can get. This is an authentic old school Italian deli. Uh, they do everything from scratch. It's family run. Uh, but my favorite thing there is you can get a huge, and when I say huge, I'm going to post a picture on Facebook tomorrow, dining on a dime, uh, homemade meatball sandwich. Half of the people that say they have homemade meatball sandwiches are not homemade. It's they're made in somebody else's home. Let's be it, clear. It, no, it's someone's at home. They took it out of a box and they put it in the microwave. That's the closest the homemade most of those sandwiches are. These are authentic homemade uh, Italian meatball sandwiches. Really big, five bucks, uh, and that'll fill you up for lunch. Uh, once again, it's Tillo's Italian Deli, eighty hundred Horrocks, uh, and they also have. Some people actually say this. If you look on the social media, you'll see that they. a lot of people think the Tillo is one of the best Italian delis in the whole city. And that's up in the northeast section of Philadelphia. East in the northeast. 8000 uh, Horrocks Avenue. All right. We got the Philly Grub statement, uh, segment. Go ahead, Bill. Uh, William. <laughs> and now it's time for our weekly Philly Grub segment, which gives you the lowdown on the best dining spots. Because Philly Grub has its finger on the pulse of the Philly food scene. Welcome to the Happy Hour Guide with Marilyn Johnson of Philly Grub. Every week I'll be revealing awesome happy hour deals in the city and local area, including South Jersey and the suburbs. Most deals will be $5 and under, giving you a great reason to treat yourself. And off we go. The daily special at McGillan's Ale House in Center City on Tuesdays is pretty incredible. You can get a $1 mug of throwback beer, 5 p.m. till the keg kicks, plus 35 cent jumbo wings, and you got yourself a damn good dining and drinking on a dime deal. For fans of hoppy beers, the Poorhouse, with locations in Westmont, New Jersey, and Exton in North Wales, PA, offers up a $3 Poorhouse IPA brewed by local fave Victory during the week from 4 to 6 p.m. During non-happy hours, it's still a good deal at $5 a pint. Bank and Bourbon, located in the Lowe's Hotel in Center City, offers a 5 at 5 happy hour featuring $5 drafts of local craft beer by St. Benjamin, including their Bourbon Barrel Aged Ale made exclusively for Bank and Bourbon. Please note, it literally is just for an hour between 5 and 6 p.m. You can also pick up appetizers for $5.50 each. Speaking of local craft beers, Love City Brewing. Located in the Cowell Hill section of the city at 1023 Hamilton Street, offers a special happy hour they don't even advertise. But I got the scoop. During the hours of 4 and 6 p.m., you can get a pint of any draft beer for $4. While the Love City Lager pints are always $4, this is quite a deal when it comes to pints of their Eraserhood IPA, which are normally $7 a pint, and some of their other beers, which are usually $6 a pint. They also offer bottomless bar snacks such as hard pretzels, mixed nuts, and popcorn for $2, which are normally 5 Last but not least, you should treat yourself to the notoriously awesome Oyster House in Center City. From 5 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 11 p.m. on Saturday, enjoy Buckashuck Oysters, $3 Draft Beers, $3 Oyster Shooters, and $5 Sweet and Boozy Punch Drinks. 
Those are some seriously awesome happy hour deals. Do you know of a good happy hour deal? Let me know. Email me at phillygrub at gmail.com and stay tuned for more next week. Okay, that was Philly Grub with our weekly. That, that'll be happening every Sunday at 5.30. We will stop the show uh, and we will go to our Philly Grub statement. She is one of the most successful food bloggers in this area. You can follow her on Twitter at Philly Grub, on Instagram at Philly Grub, and then her blog is uh, phillygrub.blog. So, John, that's your friend. You can find her, how my foodie wife. You can find me also outside her house, Wednesday nights at 1130, <laughs> knocking on the door to see if she can come out and play. But usually she's got a job or something, so she can't. No, the truth is, and she won't say this too much, but not only has she been in this game longer than anybody else. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But we had this exchange a little bit on Twitter today. Um, every time I see some so-called culinary journalist uh, take credit for her work, just basically, you know, they steal screenshot her stuff. her stuff, they steal her stuff. Look, do me a favor. Writing about food is if someone, if you're lucky enough to con someone into paying you to write about food, um, and someone actually thinks your opinion matters about food, That's at correct. least have the decency to credit the person that you've stolen the work from. Right. Um, I've watched Philly Grub turn more people onto more places in more neighborhoods over more years than many of the so-called writers out there that have conned somebody, they've used a college hookup, they've asked an ex to throw them a bone. Next thing you know, they, they're freelancers, they're this, they're that. Hold on a second. Slow it down. Slow down, because first of all, I know most of you can't cook. So if you can't cook, I don't care what you think about That's right. food. That's right. Second of all, if you can't do your own research and you're like, hey, you know what? I'll let Marilyn do all the hard work. I'll cut and paste her stuff. I'll throw my byline on it and hope my editor lets that slide. Well, there's a reason why newspapers are closing, magazines are closing. You guys are just mailing it in. And another thing is it's important that this show teaches you something every week. Oh, yeah. uh, and uh, Philly Grub's contribution, which will be weekly, uh, will accomplish that goal. Uh, she's going to teach you places and things that you didn't know. Uh, that'll be every Sunday at 530. We will stop whatever we're doing, and we will run her segment. And now let's get back to the show. Uh, Marilyn, I, I love you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, your husband this is, has a great sense of humor. This is, this is getting <laughs> slightly creepy. No, no, no. Well, it, it does. But thankfully, your husband knows me real well. And yeah. She keeps him so busy cooking because she don't cook. <laughs> uh, it's She can. She just chooses not to. The right. feet are up. The cocktail's going. Uh, Dave won't hear this show for months. So by the time he polishes his gun, I'll change my address. <laughs> okay. So our pick in Northeast Philly, where you can get a really good uh, substantial lunch, uh, for on a very tight budget is Datillo's Italian Deli, 800 Horrocks. And like I told you, I went in there, John, and let me tell you, I went in there because I went to the pizza place next door <laughs> and just to get a slice of pizza. Oh, am I getting angry? I'm sorry. Oh, boy. And they didn't have pizza at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Mr. Engineer, man, play that broken Taylor, glass sound. Taylor, what is going on? Taylor, play that Steve Austin broken yeah, glass sound. He's getting ready to start. I mean, this is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Uh, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You got pizza in your name. You better have pizza. Okay, that's all. Well, you see, we're out. 
<laughs> oh, I'm sure you're out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. My my blood pressure just went up that my Fitbit. <laughs> I know. Popped. Your Fitbit right. just exploded like a glass in my eye. Uh, so anyway, uh, Northeast Philly. So I go and I leave this, you know, the pizza <laughs> shop. I, I was about to curse Taylor. I'm hesitant to call it a we, pizza we, shop. It's we, just a shop. He's got no pizza. We, we have a rule on this show that we do not curse, but I was just about there. After so that. No, I'm just kidding. Northeast Philly, uh, Dottillo's. So I go over to Dottillo's and I says, I got to get something, you know, that can fill me up, but I'm not going to pay $20 because the idiot pizza place didn't have a slice of pizza at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So I got, I saw a sandwich for 5 bucks. The sandwich came out, and I'm not kidding, and I, I know food better than most people, and I can guarantee you that. Uh, most places that say they have homemade meatballs do not have homemade meatballs. Uh, they, they took it out of a box at their home is the only homemade they have. Uh, Dottillo's has authentic Italian food, very good homemade meatball sandwich, five bucks. John Cole, go. Northeast Philly. Uh, this probably won't be a surprise to anybody because I've been a fan of this, super fan of this guy for a long time. Uh, Nesco. Yeah. Northeast Sandwich Company, captained by Chris Service. Absolutely, Chris uh, Service. Comeback kid of the year, time and time again. Uh, I won't get into it. Everybody knows the Blue Duck blow-up. Uh, I will say I love the fact that he's building a new place. Uh, he just won Burger Brawl? He won Burger Brawl. Yeah. I was there a couple months ago. We had a nice conversation. Uh, he's working on a food truck with... Uh, Gary and Gary's obnoxious friend, me, <laughs> at Industrial Food Truck. Um, Chris is sort of laying down the hammer. That guy has much love for the Northeast. Uh, I believe the taco place is going to be called uh, uh, Tuckeria del Norte because oh, it's in the Northeast. Oh, oh, Might be wrong, but um, this guy <laughs> is probably the most humble, most talented, most accomplished, and by accomplished, I don't mean awards, I don't mean some newspaper patting him on the back. Follow I, him on Twitter. Oh yeah, find him on Twitter, find him on Instagram, really, that's the one you really right. want, because the pictures are crazy. Um, the food is delicious. There's nothing at Nesco not worth getting. Yeah, I And agree. I'll tell you right now, whatever you get, I don't care, get the spicy fries. I am normally not a fry guy. I know a lot of people go, what? I'm not. If I get fries, it needs to have crab on them, like my friends from Philly Fry, or they need to be Jersey Diner fries with pork roll chopped up in there and eggs in there nice. and a big fistful of shredded cheese in there. J just don't hand me a side of fries, man, because it's just starch, and I've got no use for I that. Hear you. I hear you. But his spicy fries are absolutely delicious. Nice. Hand cut, none of this nonsense where I went to like Jet Row or whatever. Um, definitely... If you're in the Northeast, I don't even know if you're allowed out of the Northeast without stopping at one of Chris's places, but definitely hit Nesco. Nice. And being in the Northeast and being from there, he understands. You know, people don't have $18 for like two ounces of meat and like a poofy bun. I totally agree. I totally agree, John. Uh, my next neighborhood in Philadelphia where you can get a nice meal. Uh, for a very tight budget. Oh, hold on, hold on. We have a. We're going to give you guys a sampling of small bites. Six thirty-five. Stay tuned on Wildfire Radio. Oh, very cool. On the phone as we speak. Nice is John Howard Fusco. John, how are you, buddy? Hey, how you guys doing? Fusco, Howard Fusco. Fusco, hey, sorry, sorry. Oh, he's the other <laughs> South Jersey John. Don't make him drop the F-bomb on here, day one. No cursing on the show, John. F that, John. You got your name wrong. Cut loose. John, I, I, let me tell you something, John. I was looking up your book, okay? Mm -hmm. 
Oh, God, not another bookstore. Let me tell you, seriously, John's a Barnes & Noble published author. Uh, I've been to Barnes & Noble. Is that the same thing? His book is available, (laughs) and it's a culinary history of Cape May. And I got to be honest with you, John, that sounds like a fascinating book. I saw it on Amazon, and I saw it on uh, Barnes & Noble. I just was curious, what was the inspiration about uh, writing that book? Well, I'll tell you what, we had been doing our uh, food blog eating in South Jersey for a number of years and uh, were approached by uh, a publisher about uh, ideas for South Jersey because they wanted to do regional food books. Uh, so my wife and I pitched them a number of ideas. Uh, one of them was about Cape May because the long history of Cape May is a seaside resort, uh, America's original seaside resort. Uh, there's a lot of food history there as well. Um, they liked the idea of Cape May. I'm glad they did because I, that was my favorite idea. Yeah, I agree. Um, I do a bit of a history streak in me as well, not only the, the food love, but also history love. So a lot of nostalgia. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was like a three-year labor of love to put this together and spent a lot of time in libraries and county clerk's office and looking at old documents and uh, all that kind of stuff. So, But I'm really happy with the, the net result that came out. Let me tell you, I know I have uh, friends and relatives that are just uh, – fascinated by this this whole uh concept you know just to trace the origins of things and and tell people what it's like it's a really fascinating thing john so tell us a little bit more about what you get into what do you what what is talked about yeah well a lot of the histories of cape may and there are a lot of great history books about cape may um the stars of the show tend to be the buildings and the architecture because we talk about you know, the Victorian hotels and large hotels and nice. all that kind of stuff. You know, Congress Hall, which is, you know, in its, in its fourth version now, but it's, you know, it traces roots back to 1816. And that's all great. But I wanted to look at more about the people, you know, who are, you know, part of the food culture and uh, to kind of get into that more. Because, you know, for most of K-Mace history, you know, other than the two months of the year when it was very busy as a summer resort, it turned into a, you know, a small provincial town with, you know, Farmers and fishermen and sailors and and things like that, you know. So it's uh it, it has a very interesting dichotomy throughout most of its history. So I I want to touch more on that, you know. Talk about the different types of seafood. You talk about the farming. Talk about the you know the changing landscape. You know the wineries, which have become such a big part of Cape May now. Yeah. Um, so to try to touch on a lot of different things and wow. to find individual people throughout the history that you know that were interesting and popped up. Yeah, that is so fascinating. I, I, I just, when I looked it up, I was like, wow, that that is a very interesting uh, topic. John also uh, is a contributor to Small Bites 635 here on Wildfire Radio. Uh, John, what is your pick? We're doing lunch special mania today, and we're talking about the best places. Our whole show is revolved around uh, dining out well on a very low budget. Uh, yep. so if you were to pick one place, John, uh, where you would go and you can eat well on a very low budget, because guess what, John, we're so poor that ducks throw red at us. That's how poor we are. Duck, I was going to say, he ducks, doesn't know anything about dining on a dime. He's got all that book money. Come on now. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you, do you mean meals under $100? Hey, I would hey, never. Hey, hey, J. Cole, I wrote a book. John's not rolling. Uh, yeah, so, John, what's yeah, your... You, what's, you know, to, 
What's your pick? You know too well about that. You yeah. Know, book money. What's your, what, yeah, I know about the book money. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> what is uh, your pick, John, if you were to pick one place that you can go and get nice food for a very well, low budget? I'm going to focus on um, my regular 9 to 5 gig takes me to uh, Tom's River. I'm, I'm out in Ocean County, which nice. is considered to be a food wasteland. And it's a, it's a title that's been, you know, justifiably earned. But... Uh, I will say Tom's River has gotten much better in recent years. Um, you know, bang for your buck is usually going to be an ethnic place. Yeah. You know, mom-pop Mexican, mom-pop Asian, Central American, Latin American. That's usually going to be your best bang for your buck. Right. Um, there's a really great place. Uh, I, I got uh, Pete Genovese to go over and try it out. Um, oh, wow. Royal, the king yeah, of uh, South, Foodie, uh, South Jersey eating, Pete. Oh, yeah, he's, uh, well, you know, John knows him all too well. He calls him the Pope of New Jersey. He is, definitely. He is the Pope of New Jersey. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I follow, I, fight, I follow Pete Genovese on uh, Twitter, and uh, I yeah, love absolutely. his stuff. I love it. Go ahead. So, I'm pick, so my pick is going to be a place called Royal Grill 37. It's right on Route 37. Uh, all their meat is halal meat. Um, they do a mix of Middle Eastern. They do some Greek. They do some Indian. And they serve a chicken and lamb dish over rice for eight bucks, which is absolutely fabulous. Wow, that's you nice. That, you could probably skip dinner that night because it is that it's that good and that <laughs> and that filling. Wow. <laughs> Oh, I'm not skipping dinner, but okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to skip dinner, but I'm going to give it dinner. a try. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a long ride to Tom's gonna, River from my house. I'm going to add that to my second lunch. <laughs> that is second lunch stuff. Oh, that's great, John. John, listen, we're so happy that you were able to join us today. And uh, once again, you're welcome anytime. Uh, we're going to get back to our list. Thank you so much, John. See you All soon, right, guys, bud. You all have a good evening. Have a great night. Okay, back to the list. Because, you know, to be honest with you, John, when I wrote this show out and I planned it out, there are so many great spots because I've been doing the dining on a dime thing uh, Saturday mornings eleven o'clock on Joe's table for two for over a year now. Yeah, I was going to say this is. So I, I got a thousand of them, so I had to pick my best one. So our next na- it, we could go on here till well, tomorrow. That's one of the good things to mention to people. We've both eaten out a lot oh, for a long crazy. time. We're giving you like our top picks. Of yeah, stuff. these are our top ones, and I want to ne- let everyone else know uh, if I ever invite somebody into this studio. To join us, I'm not putting my name behind anyone that doesn't have top of the line stuff. Oh, yeah. oh, brother was here last week. Let me tell you, oh, brother, things th- I got so much great response from people that tried them out. Uh, if you ever see us have a studio guest, it's top of the line. Trust me. Our next neighborhood, Tacony. <laughs> oh, is that a neighborhood? <laughs> Tacony, the best place. And let me tell you something. These guys are an, another great, uh, authentic Italian deli. Dinofa's uh, Italian Deli, 6946 Torresdale Avenue. Uh, let me tell you what you can get here. Authentic uh, Italian food. I'll give you an example. Every day they have like $5 specials, and uh, they switch them up, so it's not going to be the same thing every day. But one of the days they have uh, pasta. Uh, with eggplant parm on on top, so it's like a, a an eggplant parm meal for five dollars. I mean, you're not finding that anywhere. So uh, it's Denofa's Italian Deli, sixty nine forty six Torresdale Avenue. Uh, the eggplant parm is delicious. Uh, they have other many great uh, five dollar specials. Uh, that's my pick in Tacconi J-, J Cole. What do you think? 
Uh, I have not been there in a little while, um, but Pudgies. Oh. Over okay. on uh, State Road. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they are. Um, I'm always pudgy, so I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? I, I just call I just call it place, but I, I'm filled with water, John. <laughs> I, it's a water retention. Well, poor I got water. a water retention issue. But um, we were I was over at Pudgy's one day talking to a few people, and I guess I mentioned pork roll. Uh, everybody knows I love pork roll, um, and they decided that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and they decided very nicely to throw together. Um, <clears throat> this sounds a little funky. But it's delicious, and okay. it's a sandwich I've done before. Um, it's a spin on chicken cordon bleu, and I'll replace the chicken with chicken salad, and um, I will replace the ham with pork roll, and we'll turn this thing into a hoagie. And the person behind the counter thought it was a great idea, and they did me a you know, pork roll, egg, and cheese with chicken salad, and I really appreciated that. It was absolutely delicious. I haven't been back simply because... <clears throat> Me and my uh, my corner pub kitchen buddy Ron Sullivan, we had a pop up at the Sheffield Tavern, so I spent a lot of time in Tacony in the Northeast. Nice um, place closed, you know what I mean, like a lot of places do. And I have not been back a lot to the Northeast uh, other than checking out Nesco. But um, you could do a lot worse than you go in six seven dollars deli sandwich, a couple bucks for a bottle of water or an iced nice. tea. Um, you, you know, leave a dollar in the jar. Don't be cheap. But, you know, and you're still out of there under 10 bucks with a really tasty sandwich. Yeah. Most of the stuff there, they make there. Like the chicken salad just isn't some, you know, the chicken salad doesn't come from like Jetro and they're just peeling over, you know, they roast off a chicken, chop it up. Uh, it's not that hard. That's why when someone does that, if you're a restaurant and you're serving me, you know, Sam's Club's egg salad, come on, man. Yeah. How hard is it for you to boil eggs? Yeah, right. It says restaurant on the front door. And that is the nastiest. Oh. The tub of egg salad that these most of these places uh, give you is just the nastiest. It has a chemical. It tastes like vinegar. I don't know what's in it, uh, but I agree. I encourage everyone to go to wildfireradio.com. Check the archives and uh, check our uh, Old City episode from last week. Our introduction episode will tell you uh, what me and John, who we are, what we've done. Uh, Fishtown is my next neighborhood, John. Fishtown is oh, up and coming. Fishtown. Yeah, Fishtown. it's booming. Uh, in Fishtown, if you want to get a very good meal uh, at a very good price, I have a breakfast and lunch place on uh, Gerard Avenue. It's called Sulamay's. Oh, uh, there we go. Sulamay's is a breakfast and lunch place. But let me tell you. He makes his own scrapple, okay? That uh, that's all I got to say. He makes his own scrapple from scratch. He has a white fish scrapple for you for the people that don't like pork. It's made of white fish. Uh, he's got delicious food. Uh, it's a great breakfast and lunch spot. Uh, the uh, the owner is the chef of the restaurant. Uh, it was owned by a family for many many years, but over the last two years. Uh, the owner, uh, the chef, uh, bought the uh, restaurant. But Sulamay's, uh, the best breakfast and lunch. But here's my thing about him. He'll give you a breakfast sandwich 
and a coffee. And because I know you're a coffee guy. I am, very much. Breakfast sandwich and a coffee, $5. Is their regular everyday special. See, there's no reason not to be in there unless there's like a dead pigeon in that <laughs> bottom for the sandwich. I mean, come on, people. You, I mean, I was, I wouldn't eat their food, but I stopped at a chain place that's very well identified by giant arches. And their breakfast sandwich and coffee is more than five bucks. Yeah, exactly. And you know that stuff, is, come on, man, that stuff is just all various versions of Play-Doh, food-grade Play-Doh that they kind of cut apart and cook together or whatever. Um, so if they're going to start charging that, you know, yeah. and you can go to a guy's joint and for five bucks. And that's the premise of this podcast is uh, I have a friend of mine. He has, a, he has uh, two kids. They, he, his treat to them is taking them to McDonald's. I was telling him about some of these tips that we're giving out every week, every Sunday, 5 p.m. on Wildfire Radio, and he's actually saving money by going to these restaurants and getting meals than he was at McDonald's taking the kids on his tree. So now he goes to two of my uh, picks on my list. And he's spending less money than he's spending at McDonald's. So it's not just Wildfire Radio that should say you're welcome. It's <laughs> this guy. You're, all, you're welcome, man. All right. You're picking the Fishtown section of Philly. This one was super hard for me because Fishtown, depending on where you draw the boundaries, I mean, come on. Interstate Draft House is up there. Philly-style bagels is up there. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to give people places that they might not necessarily know about. Like, if I'm over there... I want to go to Sancho Pistola, right? Because yeah. uh, Sancho Pistola. But I would probably say Johnny's Hots. Oh, Which yes. might be a little bit of a, you know, I was glad we mentioned P. Genevieve's a little while ago. I was honored to be part of his New Jersey's best hot dog thing. Um, Philly doesn't have quite the weird obsession with hot dogs that New Jersey does. But Johnny's Hots is the closest thing I think they have, well, Philly has, to a real hot dog. And a lot of loyal customers. And a lot of loyal customers. And I got to tell you, you can bomb on over there and, you know, you can get two fat dogs and a drink for under 10 bucks. You're so right. Um, I just, you know, it's one of those places that, you know, you, you don't think about. And believe me, I know there are people like, oh, William Mulhern is over there. Yeah, I know. I, I know it's over in Fishtown. Believe me, I'm not <laughs> new to this at all. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find you a name that maybe you don't think about. I know Cedar Point is over there. Right. Um, these people have amazing food. Let me tell you Let me tell you what Cedar Point. Cedar Point actually had me uh, was able to get me to try a kale and quinoa burger, um, and it was delicious. Okay. They make vegan tasty. Um, yeah, that's maybe one of the highest... Um, you know, um, I'm trying to think, oh, Hefe Tacos is over there too. Yeah. I think that's another, what, Peter McAndrew joint, um, yeah. Paisano's closed, now Hefe's open. Uh, tacos there are delicious. Um, there are people who've said it's a little bit on the pricey side, but I didn't think so. Um, I'm looking now, if you want to get a better taco in the city of Philadelphia, you know, you got to pay, drop a dollar or two more. Yeah. That's just how it is, and I'm, I'm fine with that. Please do not give me tacos made from Walmart. I don't want <laughs> I I agree. So that the uh, thing for you this week is don't give you tacos from Walmart. <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 I was obligated to walk through Walmart with someone whose name I won't mention, and they've got, like, chicken that's cooked and cut up and vacuum-sealed, and they've got cheese that's shredded, and they've got lettuce. They've got everything done for you, and I'm like, wait a minute. If you're shopping in Walmart, I'm assuming you don't have a ton of money, right? If that's the case, 
Well, then why are you paying more money for stuff that's already prepped? And all they have to do is listen to our show every Sunday at 5 o'clock, and it'll teach them where they can go and get good food for under 10 mostly. We're not married to the $10 idea. No, but, but I mean, people buy a damn knife. Yeah, I agree. You can get a decent knife for like 13 bucks at Ikea. Go get a knife and do work. Incidentally, they have a really good lunch over there. <laughs> okay, our next neighborhood, J. Cole. Our next neighborhood for the working man, uh, that you can get a great, nice food for a very low budget, is the Maniunk section. You would never think that in Maniunk uh, you could get a nice uh, nice food for uh, cheap. It's a place that me and John know very, very well. It's uh, Lucky's Last Chance at 4421 Main Street. Every time in, someone says to me, Matt Yunk is like, there's I mean, nowhere to eat for cheap, I'm like, I let them finish. Right. And then I tell them about a burger I got at Lucky's for like eight bucks. Exactly. The junior burgers, lunch. the junior burgers at Lucky's Last Chance. And I can tell you for a fact, Lucky's Last Chance is the top three in the whole city. And I tell everybody up front, this, this podcast is paid for. Uh, we don't kiss anyone's butt. We tell you the negative and the positive. I'm telling you that Lucky's Last Chance is easily the top three burgers in this city. Uh, he gives you a peanut butter and jelly bacon cheeseburger. Uh, he's got uh, macaroni and cheeseburgers. Uh, but here's the reason why I listed them last night. Not only does he have very delicious burgers, uh, but he has uh, the junior burgers are under 10. So you can go over there. Their junior burger is huge. Go get yourself a junior burger, uh, and they're under 10. John Cole, Maniunk. Uh, Maniunk is one of these places where you really sort of have to look, like really have to look. And I'm going to say probably I would go with Kraft Maniunk because I really don't want to just tell people you know, go to a place that you know. I don't think a lot of people think of craft for food. Yeah, I agree. Um, and they usually will have some sort of bar special where it'll be like a pulled pork sandwich and sweet potato fries and a glass of beer from like, you know, 12 to one thirty, And you can pick that up for like eleven ninety nine. You got to love it. And I, I'm sorry that I'm one of those guys, you know, maybe people don't want to hear that. Yeah, sometimes I have a glass of beer with lunch. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't <laughs> take a riding mower into traffic ever after, but you know. Um, sometimes I like a glass of beer with lunch, and I got to tell you, they. You <laughs> I don't know. think your boss wants to. <laughs> All right. So, uh, once again, everyone, uh, this show was about the working man. This is for the guys that uh, don't have much money. You're out there, you're working in the Maniunk section, uh, the Fishtown section, the Northeast Philly section, Taconi, and you need to go and you want to have a nice lunch, but you only have a couple dollars. This show just showed you today where you can go in those sections, yeah. save some money. Uh, that was the purpose of this show. We wanted to, uh, you know, uh, to benefit the people that work in those areas. Uh, we're going to do right now. There are two huge events coming up this week. Uh, we're going to go to our Dining on a Dime official announcer once again. 
uh, diningonadime at yahoo.com to give us the feedback. But this is the official announcer. William's been in broadcasting for years. William classes up the show. William, somebody said he's like a violin player in a pig slop. <laughs> he really is. He, you're he's like, like a violinist in a pig slop. My friend, so. my, my friend, you're the novelist of the comic book <laughs> store. I'm sorry. All right. Here's William Murray telling you about the two big events we have coming up this week. And this week's news you can use, it's Center City Restaurant Week opening September 23rd to October 5th. Now, restaurants throughout Center City will be offering three-course lunches for just $20 and three-course dinners for just $35. Now, some of the best restaurants in Center City are participating. And the Dining on a Dime podcast will break it all down for you next Sunday at 5, right here on Wildfire Radio. Now, if you want to go to the more popular restaurants like Budokan, Zahav, or Ocean Prime, then you need to contact them right away for advanced reservations. And Manayunk Restaurant Week also kicks off on September 17th and runs through September 28th. And participating area Main Street restaurants will be offering three-course meals for $15, $25, and $35. Now, this is a great way for you to try out these participating Manayunk restaurants and save money while doing it. And now, back to our program. Okay, thank you, William. William is the official Dining on a Dime announcer. He's the grown-up in the room. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, what happened was I was like, me and John, you got to get some class on the show. You know what I mean? So I have William as our announcer. Uh, you want to communicate with us, positive, negative, go to diningonadime at yahoo.com. Oh, yeah. If you guys have a bad experience, too, I mean, yeah, sure, it's always fun if you tell us, hey, look, man, I found a great place. But do us a favor. If you find a place that's absolutely awful, awful, We want to know. <laughs> l- let us know, because the last thing, especially we're talking about, you know, working people, um, blue-collar folks, the last thing I want to do is have them step in on that landmine. Right, yeah. But uh, dining on a dime at yahoo.com. Send us your feedback for the show. Also, I just created today, this very day, uh, the new dining on a dime Facebook page. Uh, what we're going to do is uh, it m- sounds unbelievable to some people that I've been to so many restaurants. So when we mention uh, restaurants on the show, I'm actually going to post the photos from my photo collection on the Dining on a Dime Facebook page, so you can get a visual a visual yeah. of what we're talking about. So tomorrow, uh, on the Dining on a Dime Facebook page, uh, you'll see photos of some of the restaurants we talked about today. Jay Cole is a co-host, I got to hear it last night, of a show called The Food Truck Authority. Uh, it's everything food truck, and you guys talked about 31st and Ludlow, and I was like, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah they're... I, you know what? It's not so much that I hate being negative, but I, food trucks have a special place in my heart. And to see trucks not properly maintained, not properly cleaned. Uh, my partner on that show, Gary Koppelman, literally builds these trucks from the wheels up, knows them better than anyone else, uh, obviously much more including myself. Um, you know, we talked about this. Your truck doesn't move. How is it being cleaned? How is it being serviced? Exactly. Where is the food being prepared? But I, mean, I just I just heard your show, the last show you guys did, and I heard about you guys talking about 31st and Ludlow, and it, it was eye-opening, and it's, uh, it's something that everyone should listen to. I just suggest just be careful. If you decide to hit up some of those food trucks, I don't want to dissuade anyone, especially if you live in the neighborhood. We're always trying to tell people, go eat on the cheap. Just be careful. Right. That's it. 
Uh, stay tuned at 635 Small Bites uh, with Derek Tim and Glenn Gross is going to be on here. Wildfire Radio is the happening spot. The greatest podcast network in the country if you're looking for food related programs oh yeah absolutely that's beyond a shadow of a doubt uh we are dining on a dime every week sunday it's five o'clock we are going to show you the best places to go on a very low budget mostly under 10 but we're not married to 10 uh we will talk about next week we're going to break down restaurant week center city restaurant week uh, starts tomorrow uh i want everyone to know that nobody knows restaurant week better than myself and jay cole Till next week, stay tuned for Small Bites at 635. Have a great week. Happy Rosh Hashanah. Oh. Oh, yeah.